What's up, everybody? It's your pal Signutron, and this is a bonus episode of Spewtron. So every Sunday, I'm starting to do this, uh, I call them Irreverend Sig Sunday service, and it's on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Signutron, at noon Pacific time every Sunday, and I just kind of talk about the week, and I... um, and then I take everybody through a guided meditation. And each week I want to show you like different meditation techniques. And it's basically just to like spark interest and get people into trying out different meditative techniques and talk about irreverentism and things. So um, I want to keep putting these out as, uh, uh, you know, just little bonus episodes every week. And if you want to join me on Twitch uh, for the live session to ask questions and stuff, I, I would love that. So join me on Twitch and Enjoy this bonus episode of Signutron Sputron. Signutron Sputron. Signutron Sleazy Sputron. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Reverend Sig Sunday Service. Thank you all for joining us. <laughs> hey, what's up to the people on the Facebook? And uh, what's up to uh, y'all on the Twitch? Sorry, I had to light my candles and stuff. Man, thank you guys so much for joining me. Uh, we already got a lot of folks up in the chats. Yeah, this is exciting. I uh, This is the second day. What's up, Megan? Tiffany? Hey, thanks for coming back. So this episode, or uh, today, um, last week we did some stuff for Australia. And did you guys see, like, I'm, I shit you not, the day after the news broke and there was like this huge like rainstorm coming to australia i'm not making this shit up like it's i mean coincidence you know i personally don't think so (laughs) so hey what's up witch king um man all right so to all of you guys that are joining me again who's been uh keeping up with uh who's been doing 20 minutes every day since last sunday and uh what have you guys what have you guys experienced? Are you guys like seeing results? Are you uh, feel like you're getting somewhere? Um, so this today we're gonna do some. Uh, we're gonna take a step back because like we sort of we did the visualization for Australia last week and uh, that's good. Um, and obviously, I mean, it worked <laughs> because in addition to like us, there are people all over the world that were doing rituals and meditations and putting intent. To help bring uh, rain to Australia, and I honestly, truly believe that the power of the mind is a crazy, powerful thing. And can you imagine if we all, like, what would the world be like if we all believed that our minds affected, you know, like our reality? And like, man, if we had concerted efforts, like global meditations and things, can you imagine? Like, that's the kind of world like I'm trying to work for is to get everybody to see the power of meditation and the benefits of not just for yourself, but like for the collective as a whole. So awesome. We got to uh, get some first timers, Ashley. Sweet. So what I do is uh, usually, I mean, this is only the second episode, but I kind of like spiel a little bit, riff. Uh, about what I've learned this week, uh, random thoughts that I'm thinking, and then I'll take you guys on a meditation. And this time I'm gonna use my djembe because we're gonna do a heart-brain coherence meditation. So um, there's so if you guys don't know, we have um, we actually have neurons in our heart and in our gut. So our hearts, this is science, okay? Like I like to shift back between science and spirituality. So science actually tells us that there are neurons in our heart and in our stomach. So if you feel like, we always have this expression like, oh, my heart is telling me this. And you know, like my mind says this, or you know, my body is telling me no. Oh wait, is that R. Kelly? I shouldn't even reference that. Oh God, yeah, that's just terrible. Never mind, forget I said that. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, um, yeah, so our hearts actually think thoughts and they, they t- we're, this system's all connected. But what happens is our mind is out of sync with our heart and sometimes it's out of sync with our gut. So what we're trying to do here is today we're gonna focus on resyncing the heart and the mind because once I started doing that, that was when my meditation like really started to take off and I started to see the benefits. So uh, Greg Braden from Missing Links uh, taught me this heart-brain coherence like little practice and uh, I'll share it with you guys but uh, man if you guys have been following my Facebook posts I post uh, daily like a little update and I'm trying to do my goal is to do one every day 
And then at the end of the year, I'm gonna compile them all into a book. And so I just document how I'm thinking, what I think that day, like good and bad. Um, and I wrote down just last night, it's like, I document all my feelings, both good and bad, not because I think that they're permanent, but because I know they're transient and my feelings have something to teach me. So think about that. And I would suggest you all, like even if you don't post it to Facebook, I'd suggest like journaling like every day and uh, just whatever you're feeling at the moment. And it also helps like if you're feeling negative, it helps release the negative emotion. Uh, and if you're feeling positive, it helps, you know, like generate more positivity because you're focused and you're thinking about what's making you happy. So either way, it's it's serving a purpose, a practical purpose. And that's what a reverentism is all about. It's to show people that spirituality is practicality because uh, that's that's what uh, it's just even if you don't want to believe in the spiritual side of all of this meditation and all of this stuff it's still visualizations and it's still helping your mind develop systems of thinking to help you navigate life and live your best life so that's what we're about here that's what a reverentism is about if you want to define it as spiritual cool if you want to define it as just practical ways of thinking awesome we accept both of those here so we're just trying to drop all that religious dogma and get away from that we're, get, we're just getting back to like real core human interaction. So yesterday, holy shit, the, I've been documenting all of my thoughts and throughout the week I was, I don't know, I just like wasn't feeling like I was getting anywhere. Uh, and I didn't feel like, I don't know, you ever feel like that? It's like, shit, what am I, what am I doing with my life? You know, especially like if you're an artist and creative and you're, you're going out there and you're trying to be an, or even entrepreneurs, uh, sometimes you feel like, man, am I, am I making the right call or have I been wasting time or that carrot and you're always trying to grab it. That's kind of how I was feeling all week. And then yesterday, man, it just like the lid blew off and I had one of those like aha moments. Like yesterday was a day of divine inspiration for sure. Um, holy shit. I, I tried to like recount, like I furiously was writing and n taking notes and Basically, I realized yesterday that all of these random things that I was doing in my life that I thought were like never panned out. It was just I was actually just planting seeds and uh, I wrote my Facebook post yesterday. It was like it's like I've been tending to this garden for like 30 years of my life and I finally stopped and I looked around and I appreciated the work that I put into this garden. And just having that gratitude and appreciation, like all the flowers just bloomed up and just like showered me in like radiant wisdom. And like, that was just like a really powerful feeling yesterday. And it was like, and that's what we're, we're living for those aha moments. Uh, so what I want to tell you guys is that if you feel lost and you don't know, you think, man, I've tried all these things out and nothing's panning out. Well, take a look basically think of your life as a puzzle and you've you've got to put together enough of the pieces to where you can start to see the bigger picture and yesterday I finally started to see the bigger picture of the puzzle of my life and now I can consciously add the pieces with more intent to build out the full picture so if you feel lost you're just putting your puzzle together you may not see the big picture yet but keep going and as long as you don't give up you'll see it so that's that's my big wisdom thing for today anybody got any uh i also want this these days too to be like um i don't know we just get together and we connect so does anybody have anything like anything stressful or any any story or good or bad they want to share uh, throughout the week yeah randy is right meditation helps you find the pieces for your puzzle and that's also why i wanted to start doing these live streams today or like on Sundays, every Sunday at noon. Um, just getting people reconnected with, again, if you don't want to look at it as spirit, you can just look at it as reconnecting with your mind because we all have emotions, we all have feelings and we know like that's real. You know, you can't deny the emotions and feelings that you have. And sometimes most of those emotions and feelings are completely inexplicable. So what meditation does and also what I'm trying to impart to you is looking at those feelings and dissecting them and taking inventory of them and really getting to know your feelings. It's not about, it's not about like if you feel negative, you feel sad or something. It's not about trying to push away that sadness. It's about exploring that sadness and seeing what that sadness has to teach you. Because once you learn the lesson of negative emotions, that's when you release them. 
because they don't need, they're trying, they're there because they're trying to tell you something. Whether it's your life choices or whatever you're doing, like that's what your emotions, that's, emotions are the language in which the universe talks to us, whether it's our ancestors or whatever. And if, if you don't want to believe in all that, just look at it as your own brain and your own mind is telling you something is wrong with your choices or you need, or we need to get your attention so you can focus on this. And that's usually when, if, if positive reinforcement isn't working, then sometimes the universe has to negatively show you things. And some lessons can only be learned through like a struggle and, and negative things. It's the alchemical process of man. We have to like the Negretto phase is the black phase where you're in the dark. And I look at that as my alcoholism time. Like the six years I spent as an alcoholic, that was my dark time. And I was, even though it seemed like I was in, I was wasting my life and stuff, I was actually in the dark learning lessons. I look at like dark times in your life as I always relate it to D&D. &D. Like dark patches in life is like the dungeons. Uh, you know, it's like they're, they're tough and they're dangerous, but that's where all the good treasure is. So the trick is getting back alive. So when you're in those dark times in your life, you have to, you got to put in the work to come back and bring those, uh, you know, bring those treasures with you. And then you've, you've gained experience from adventuring. So you're that much stronger and you have new skills and abilities and new knowledge. So this is what life is about. It's about the adventure and it's about the struggle and it's about what you learn from the struggle. So always know that negative emotions have something to teach you um, because a lot of people a lot of the new age uh, movements are, you know, love and light and stuff. And yes, that is that is what we're striving for, is love and light, because that is the, the higher vibrational feelings and energies and systems of operating. But, you know, the lower vibrations, they have a, a point too. So we can't write them off like it's, I always say love, light, and shadow, because we have to embrace our shadows. We have to, there's so much to learn from the shadow. So don't write off your shadow. So, Witch King, I've been doing a lot of genealogy the last month, and a distant relative shared a letter one of our ancestors wrote. The letter was about his road trip to see family before heading on a year-long trip to China in the late 1930s. My ancestor died in China, so it's nice knowing he got to see all of his family one last time. Ah, oh, man, it's so cool. Like, yeah, it's like, I really recommend, if you guys can, start researching your genealogy and your ancestors, because, like, they're so important. And if you want to look at... If you want to look at, uh, again, I like to present both sides, the spiritual and the practical view. Spiritually, our ancestors are there and they're helping to guide us and they're looking out for us because you're connected to your ancestors and when you do good, it somehow in a dimension outside of time and space helps your ancestors. So, but if you want to look at it, uh, if you want to look at it practically, uh, there is science behind the fact that like genetic trauma is a real thing like trauma can be encoded into your dna from your parents so that's why alcoholism is like a, a very big uh it gets past you know cycles of abuse it all it's all cyclical and it passes throughout the generations. so that's actual like practical ways to look at this and what you need and to break those those cycles you just have to make better choices and you have to understand why you're feeling these sorts of ways and you have to take steps to rise above those and purge those things and then you in turn you break that from your whole line and you so it's it's all about you know breaking negative cycles and i believe us as humanity things seem so crazy right now because we are collectively processing our traumas like if you look at the history of the united states alone i mean we had the trail of tears um, just all of the horrible injustices that have been done to the Native Americans, um, you know, like slavery. There was some really savage, like terrible things that happened in our history. And that is all ingrained in all of our DNA. So right now what we're, we're at a point like socially and technologically that we can actually have the means to come together in ways that we've never been able to before. And it seems crazy and it seems weird, but it's like, this is just us collectively purging these negative emotions and actually dealing with them. So try to keep that in mind when you look at uh, any sort of racial tension or anything like that. This is, uh, this is like centuries of ancestral trauma that we're all trying to do our best to collectively process and purge right now. 
kind of feel that I went through a dark black times when my dad died 10 years ago and I've always felt like I wasted five years there, but I did a good job after that. Yeah, I was grieving, but at the time I, I thought I shouldn't have for so long. You know, sometimes it just, it takes a, it takes a minute, you know? It's, yep, Randy is right. You took just as much time as you needed. So it's the things that I've realized is that life, you can only get to those aha moments once you, like all the pieces had been put into place. Basically, uh, we lit a fire the other day and it was for our ancestors. We, we do like different rituals. Now we have a fireplace, but um, as I was setting up the fire, I was paying attention to like how it, because the last fire I set up, I didn't place the things right and I didn't have kindling and I lit it and then it fizzled out. But then if you set up your pieces correctly, and then you only have to strike the match one time for the whole fire to start a blaze. So if you look at things like that, the elements and everything, they have little lessons to teach you and they talk to you in those ways. Like that was my lesson from fire is that what I've been doing is I've been setting up my little pieces and then I'm about ready to strike the match now. So it feels like all of my life has been unrelated, but actually I'm just getting a piece of wood here, a piece of kindling here, and I'm starting to construct it in a way that all it takes is that single match, and then I've got a blaze going. So what you've been doing is foraging for materials to light your fire. So don't think that any of that is a waste of time because you can't start a fire without things to burn. And I like to relate, another epiphany that I had yesterday is that elements, you can relate them to actions like the actions that we take. Um, like if you're fired up about something, why do we have these expressions? Like, oh shit, I'm just so fired up. And it's like, the you're using the element of fire to describe a feeling that you have about something. So like, why does that correlate? It's because like everything is elemental, but whether in idea or in like practicality. And so it's, I don't know, I just, I think elemental wisdom is, uh, is really um, pay attention, you know, and uh, they like if you're if you're really in tune with water elements. I bet you love taking baths, just sitting in a nice warm bath. Like you feel so comforted and stuff. Why do you feel comforted? Because that water, that element, it's like everything has consciousness, and the water has a consciousness. It is there, like comforting you, and it's there, like it's you know providing its wisdom, providing its comfort. Same thing with fire. Why as humans are we so? apt to like sit around a fire and be comforted like my whole life I have been such so like wind and fire and it's crazy because now I'm learning I'm an air sign so it's like it makes sense but I just love standing out in like windy days and just like letting the wind just like blow past me and ever since I was a kid I even thought like the wind like I felt inherently that the wind was something like I had an OCD growing up so I thought that everything had um Everything had feelings. I wouldn't throw trash away. My pockets would be full of trash because I, I didn't want to make anything feel unwanted. Uh, and now I know that consciousness runs through everything. It's, it's different levels of consciousness, but everything is conscious because everything is the mind. Like, I believe we're in the mind of some greater being and we're just separate parts of a whole. Um, but I mean, even practically, you can look at that. We're uh, all a part of the ecosystem, but we're separate parts, you know? Um, but yeah, and Randy's right. Sometimes you need elements opposite of what is bothering you to balance yourself out. So, for instance, like fire. You get fired up about something, sometimes that's good. Like you gotta, you gotta get people excited for an idea. You're like, let's, let's fucking do this, guys. We're gonna fucking do it. And then like you're fired up. But then like, then if, you keep, if you're that guy and then you're like, yeah, we're fired up, we're fucking doing this. And then you're like, you are fucking doing this! We're fucking doing this! You know, and then you start like shouting at your friends and stuff. And they're like, whoa, dude, okay. I mean, like you had me, but now like, too much, man, tone it back. So it's like, this is this is how you balance. And then like you temper different elements with other elements. So the best way to think of your personality archetypes as different elements, and then you can see which element you need to balance out your personality. Oh, I love thunderstorms too. Like ever since I was a kid, that was, yeah, absolutely. And Randy says with anxiety and depression, look to air and breathe. So if you're feeling anxious or you're feeling depressed, have you ever just have you ever just tried like stopping for a second and just taking a deep breath? That's that, why is that the advice that everybody gives you? Is take a deep breath. And it's like you may have tried that, but were you actively believing that that breath was calming you down and fix resetting you and believing that element of air coming into you was resetting you? Again, you can believe that spiritually that that air coming into your lungs 
is like healing and is balancing you out. Also, you can think of it practically as, okay, I'm starting to freak out, but I'm just gonna stop and I'm gonna just breathe and I'm gonna focus on my breath and that's gonna calm me down because I don't need to think of anything else. I'm just thinking of, you know, like the air. So it's like, see how there's this practical ways to think of it and then spiritual ways to think of it? Morning, Melanie. And also, yeah, so what I've learned, uh, a really powerful thing is grounding. Uh, touching of trees, man. Now I finally understand like tree huggers. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's crazy, man. But like, if you give these things a chance, you see that they work. And even if you don't believe in the spiritual side, if you go outside and you do this little ritual of like, I'm gonna stop what I'm doing and I'm gonna go touch a tree and I'm just gonna, I, that tree is gonna make me feel better. If you convince yourself that that tree is gonna make you feel better, then it's gonna make you feel better because it takes you out of the, the cycle, out of the moment and it's a little reset, it's a little reprieve. So if you, um, you know, again, practical or Spiritual doesn't matter. doesn't matter how you want to define it. What matters is if it works for you and it helps you live your best life. So that's my big message of irreverentism. And I'm trying to start this philosophical movement thereof. So, and you could take any practices from any, you could read ruins, you could read bones, you could uh, pray to the Christian God, like whatever you need to do, however you want to interface with the other elements, that's totally up to you. And you can even take mixed different things. Like Randy and I, we have like, someday I'll like, I mean, you can listen to a podcast, Sputron, about it, but we, we steal all kinds of techniques from like voodoo, like everything. And it's not really stealing, it's these, these things are just inherent to like humans. Like these are, I call it the interface of God. It's like whatever you want to call God, you need a way to interface with the other side. And grounding is important because of our body's charge and the earth's charge, like recharging our batteries. That's also very true. And this is, there is actual science behind electromagnetic uh, fields of the earth and our bodies like we create an electromagnetic field and there's actually studies where I find this very fascinating I tell it all the time when colicky babies they wouldn't stop crying they did this test where the woman would take off her shoes and stand in the ground and hold the baby and immediately like the baby would stop crying just because it's some kind of like energy just you connected a circuit with the earth so if you don't if you're like me and you hate going barefoot outside because I used to do it all the time and I stepped on many bees and many pieces of glass. Uh, then so my whole adult life, I just wore shoes. And think about it, we wear shoes to walk through the grass. And what are shoes? They're rubber. So we're literally insulating ourselves from the electromagnetic flow of the earth. So if you feel like you need to reset or something, yeah, go the beach is great. Go somewhere, it's like kick off your shoes and just stand for a minute, I'll like touching the earth. And just like chill and then feel like actively think about feeling that grounding energy from the earth again if you don't want to believe the spiritual side you're still you're directing your mind to an intent to have an effect on your body so that's the practical side so all right so i think that's my spiel for most of today so now we're going to try out this thing and i'm as i go through this i'm going to try, i'm trying my best to like mix this sound correctly but we're going to do like a uh heart brain coherence um, meditation. So right now, like, you, I, honestly, the first time I did this, I saw like an immediate effect. So um, let's see, let me think of how to do this because I'm gonna play the djembe, but I'll try it. We'll go through the, um, the and yeah, try to get not the hum of the computer in it this time because that sucked. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, all right, so we'll do it this way. So I'll start with, uh, so get comfy, sit in that uh, pyramid pose I told you, you know, the cross-legged one that everybody says. Hopefully you've lit a candle by now. If not, now's a good time to light a candle uh, with the, you know, intention of like just connecting. And, um, oh wow, the 4.4 earthquake today. Dang, everybody okay? Okay, so. All right, so just uh, relax, and then again, like we'll get into more into like advanced mudras later. But for now, you can just touch the thumb and the finger together because, as I said last time, the, our fingers are little antennas, and then how we move them 
de depends on like how we direct and the energy flow of our body again connecting circuits and how genius is that like if we're like bio or biotechnology like if we want to interface with different energies we just do different like finger movements like that's an amazing design and that's also like i believe is a creative intelligence that designed us that way so whatever you want to call that intelligence okay so close your eyes and then just take a deep breath. Now put your hands together and then put them right up on your sternum so that you touch your heart. And then close your eyes and just slow your breathing. And now imagine your heart like a light radiating out of your heart and then imagine a light radiating out of your brain and then just slow your breathing and use like touching your heart help that like now really focus on the feeling of gratitude here this is key this feeling of gratitude helps you attune with the right frequency and it really opens up your heart. So the way that you're going to connect your mind and your, your heart is through the feeling of gratitude. So think of something you're just really grateful for and then hold on to that feeling, just pure gratitude. your brain and your heart to reconnect and get on the same wavelength. And now just focus on connecting your heart and your brain, whether you visualize a light between the two or you just open up a dialogue with your heart and you're like, hey, I love you, heart. And I think it's time that we got together in coherence. So with your eyes closed, I'm gonna start a nice little meditative beat for you guys. A heartbeat, if you will. But just keep focused. And then we're going to do a 20-minute meditation here. clear your mind, just focus on the beat. Imagine dancing with your heart. What does it feel like to dance with your heart and reconnect?
this beat is with your heart. You're really getting to reconnect.
just you getting in touch with your own body, your own heart. Just gently bring your awareness back to your body. And as you're ready, just slowly open your eyes and notice how you feel. Really take inventory and see what effect that had on you. You did a great job. Every time you do this, you get better and better. Which I'm curious, like, everybody that followed along, how do you feel right now? Let me know in the chat. So there's a, a lot of, like, a lot of shamanic work and things involve rhythmic drumming. And the rhythm is a good focal point, because a lot of people don't know how to clear their minds. The rhythm is a good focal point when you're just, you don't have to anticipate a rhythm. A rhythm, you just feel it. So when you're just feeling the rhythm, you're not even thinking about anything. You're just thinking about that rhythm. And the reason why I try to do like a heartbeat type beat is to just further get you thinking about your heart. And um, yeah, so how is everybody? <laughs> you still with me? Maco Bell got here late, but it was incredibly calming. Awesome. Good to hear. 
Gilmax, you feel limp. You feel like a Machiavelli, you feel like a noodle too? <laughs> Do we noodle vial, all you guys out there? That is that is one thing I should have mentioned beforehand is that to help get in tune with, and then if you want to continue this practice throughout the week, uh, this is your homework. Focus on your heart when you meditate and, uh, and be grateful. That feeling of gratitude comes from the heart. So if you really want to channel that feeling, I should have told you guys before, but you know, I'm just sort of like doing this fly, like I'm just sort of, you know, going, going at this, flying, flying by the seat of my pants here. Witch King is feeling a bit more relaxed. Awesome. Yeah, and when we when we get into that hub that I call it, there it's it's weird. It's like you start to shed layers of negative emotions. Yeah, there you go. It, feeling empty, but not in a bad way, like clear, open. Awesome. Megan didn't follow along with the meditation, but the beat was pretty calming. Awesome. Tiffany, yeah, sometimes so another thing too, Tiffany says her body was hurting uh, in the pose after a bit, so it came out of it. Yeah, this is kind of, this pose, it also, it takes some physically uh, getting used to because uh, you want to keep your posture as straight as possible. And then sometimes your legs go numb. So uh, if that's the case, you can always, even during the meditation, just like put your legs out and stretch them. It's quite common uh, when you first start doing this pose uh, for that to happen. But like when I started doing it every day, then it finally started, my body started getting used to it and stuff. Um, oh, you just... Uh, just got here, Brett. You you missed the meditate. You did, but you can also watch this video back, and uh, you know. And also, I'm going to be uploading it onto the YouTube, and also an episode of the Spewtrast Spewtron podcast. Oh my goodness! Uh, I'm going to take this audio and put it up. Uh, my podcast is Spewtron. It's available wherever you listen to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and I get further in depth about techniques and spirituality and philosophy. Like I'm just about like questioning the nature of our existence because we don't do that enough. Because anytime you start talking about what are we, then for some reason that's a hot button topic this day and age. And it shouldn't be. We should just talk about it openly because the only thing we know for sure is that we're all alive and that we're all gonna die. <laughs> so why is any topic about death or any or what happens thereafter, why is that taboo? You know, like we should have healthy conversations and communications about this stuff. Um uh, is, is it on TuneIn? Possibly. I upload it through Podbean, and it just goes to all of the uh, all of the different aggregate sites and stuff. Um, anybody have any questions about? Uh, so I definitely want you guys, if you if you followed along with me, continue the practice uh, throughout this week, and uh, just twenty minutes a day. It can radically change your life. A lot of people, like some people throughout the week, were asking me about like what they can do for anxiety at work, and. Um, I recommend doing your 20-minute meditation before you go to work because it puts you in that state of coherence where you shed these negative emotions and this release. And then that, those effects, like this is neuroscience, they've tested it. The effects of meditation last at least like eight hours throughout the day. So if you need to get through your day at work, instead, like, I mean, coffee is a different subject, but like instead of, or with your morning coffee, do your meditation, make it a part of your morning routine, and that way you're, you're, you're more equipped to handle the stresses of your day. And I encourage you guys all to do, if I've piqued your interest in meditation, start looking up, there are so many different ways to meditate, like, it's insane. Uh, and I think next week, maybe next week, I don't know, I wanna like start touching on Kundalini Yoga, uh, because I want you guys to get, everybody that's following along, like, I'm so stoked for you guys. Um, but I want to get you guys to get a grasp of that hub. We got to get to that that special place where you lose all thought and you become like nothing and everything at all. So, has anybody that was practicing uh, meditation from since last week have you felt like you've gotten into some sort of what I was kind of describing that hub where it's like you go somewhere else? Anybody else? Anybody experienced that yet? Um, Gillamax uh, asks if I have any recommended background noises or playlists to stream while meditating. And I say uh, try out different things like rhythmic drumming. Anything that keeps the same type of tempo is really nice. Um, I've tried some meditations with music, uh, instrumental music. Don't listen to anything with lyrics because that can, uh, it gets you thinking, it puts thoughts in your head. But rhythm is just a, the feeling. So go for uh any, any kind of calming, any kind of music that you like. Also, Solfeggio frequencies, if you just type that in, uh, they, there's um, 
auto mod stopped solfeggio frequency. <laughs> Randy, uh, um, yeah, there's different frequencies that do different things. 528 hertz is really great. 432 hertz is really great. Um, so you could try that. Also, isochronic tones. I've just been playing around with those, which are really cool. It's just a tone that's, uh, again, just like a drum. It's like woo, 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 woo. And it just lulls you into this like state of, you want, you're trying, when you meditate, you want to get into the theta range. So anything to do with theta waves, it's also good. That also you can listen to theta waves when you sleep and it'll help you dream. Uh, the meditative state is kind of, it's almost like a dream state. Which again, we all have dreams, so you know what that's like. <laughs> uh, Tiffany uh, started doing it five minutes right before bed and five in the morning. Started making a great difference with her insomnia and anxiety. Now I do it. Now it could do it twenty to thirty minutes. Nice. Yeah. So experiment. Try them out, and then um, throughout the week, as you guys do your own practice, I want to hear your tips. If you guys figure out something that worked really good for you this week, next week, let me know about it, and let's share. I want to make this like a community that is excited to explore the depths of your own mind and, and body and psyche. Whether you believe in the spirit or you believe in the mind, you know that you have a mind. So this, we're, this is all we're doing is exploring our mind and getting in tune with our bodies and our minds. So if that's exciting to you, I'm excited to have you guys. I'm going to do my best to every Sunday at noon Pacific time to stream one of these. And each time I'll do, I'll try to do a little bit different of a variation on the meditation and show you guys like things that I like I've got things to show you a little bit more advanced too, like activating the pineal gland um, some kundalini yoga like all kinds of fun stuff um, and then witch king says they've been dreaming a lot more since playing the 432 hertz while they sleep yep oh also binaural beats is a really fun thing to try out it's but you have to use headphones for it it's where you have one frequency in one ear and then slightly off frequency in the other ear so when you just listen to one earbud, you hear woo, but then when you put the frequency, you listen to two frequencies at once, your brain tries to split the difference between the two frequencies and it creates a third frequency that is completely imaginary. So instead of hearing a tone of woo, you hear this woo, 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 and it's like your brain is completely creating that. And then it entrains your brain to whatever hurts that frequency is. So if you're trying to get in the theta range, also, you can do this if you're working. Here's another great thing. Listen to binaural beats while you work because uh, they have binaural beats that put your brain in the alpha waves, which our brains are in alpha waves. And this is neuroscience, so this isn't like crazy spirituality talk. It's just this is neuroscience. So when your brain, you're actively thinking and stuff, you're in the alpha, alpha range. So you can actually listen to binaural beats when you're working or writing or doing anything like creative, and it can actually spark your creativity and your brain. So there are so many crazy things that you could do. Randy heard that kitties get on the same frequency with us as we meditate. I, <laughs> Tiffany says her kitten enjoys meditation. No joke. Yeah, that's animals are super uh, empathic and they they feel frequency. They're 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 way more than we do. And frequency again, science. Um, so that's yeah, our pets are very in tune with that. So if you <laughs> pay attention to your pet when you start meditating and see if they if they're into it. Awesome. Yeah. Gillian yeah it's just uh I definitely all right so everybody's homework is to spend this week in your meditation focus on your heart and connecting your brain and your heart however you want to think about that like I talked about like dancing with your heart or just getting to know your heart you can even just think thoughts to your heart act like envision that your heart is uh, a separate being like it's your friend it's part of you and talk to your heart like you talk to yourself but specifically talk to your heart Ask your heart if you're you're sad or you're hurting or you need to ask your heart like why? Why am I hurting? What can I do to make this better? And then pay attention to the circumstances of your life because I've documented like this since last year, my journey to self-improvement. I realize it all boils down to just paying attention. The more you pay attention to the circumstances of your life and the more that you believe that things aren't as random as they seem, the more you start to put the pieces together and the more you can see the bigger picture of your puzzle. That's my spiel. Anybody got any questions before we uh, send you guys off into your, your lovely Sundays? But if not, that's your homework. 20 minutes every day. Just clearing your mind and just uh, focusing on you. Connect with your heart. Once you start connecting with your heart, your meditations are really going to, that's when your practice is really going to start to take off. I'll give it, a, I'll give it just a little bit more just in case anybody's got any questions.
Uh, thanks, Witch King. And Tiffany, thank you. We love you guys too. Seriously, like, I want you guys to know that I don't know most of you, and but these times that I, like, this is my mission is just to connect on, you know, a human level. And, uh, you know, so I don't have to, like, know you guys to know that we're all humans and we're all, like, once you start tapping into the, yourself, you tap into how connected we are with everybody. So the fact that you guys are here is important. And if you're here and you're hearing my words, you're supposed to be here. Your guides guided you here to hear this message. So something and I said that I said has, is, can help you in your life. Not everything I said can apply to you, but there are nuggets of wisdom in what I say. So take what I say and take what works for you and then put it into your own practice and become the best version of you that you can be. No religious dogma, no nothing. We're just here to connect as humans and become the best individuals that we can be so that we can create the best collective world that we can. All right, uh, on that note, I'm out of here. Thank you guys so much. And throughout the week, I will be streaming art stuff uh, from weekdays, 1 p.m. Pacific time to at least 4 p.m. Pacific time. So uh, that's where you can find me weekdays, doing some art stuff. And then every Sunday at noon Pacific, we'll be doing stuff like this. So thank you guys so much. This has been really wonderful. I'm like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm in like a fucking awesome mood right now. So you guys go enjoy the rest of your week. Do that 20 minute meditation and then let's talk. And also for those of you that are in the Twitch, uh, you can join the Discord. There's Mubot. We also, you can discuss techniques and things in there. And also if you want to hear my deep dives into spirituality and all kinds of topics, my podcast, Signutron Sputron, uh, this is the year I'm really trying to make this my podcast like a thing so I would appreciate it if you guys take the time to give it a listen and if anything I say in there uh, inspires you uh, share it with people because like I'm really I put a lot of effort into like trying to help people so definitely give the podcast a listen Signutron's Putron available wherever you listen to podcasts sorry to do the spiel but got to <laughs> all right have a great day everybody